Get your day started with a breakfast full of positive music, fun, inspiration and so much more. Rise and shine with Felon DJ. Weekday mornings on Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Today we're digging through the archives in this segment from 2010, a conversation with one of Australia's foremost performance psychologists, Dr. Phil Johnson. Now his background included personal success mentoring, parenting, counselling and working as a sports psychologist with some of Australia's premier sporting teams, including the Brisbane Broncos, the Australian cricket team and Australian Olympic teams, as well as the Australian Davis Cup tennis squad. He spoke with Neil Johnson about how he uses his work to help others and give some tips on making a move towards achieving our goals. In this conversation, Neil asked Phil Jauncey about the notion of succeeding and the importance of acknowledging failures. I think one of the key here is that, you know, we, we, I, I try never talk about failure. I do talk a lot about success. So I, I tell people the winner is a loser who didn't quit. So you're not a failure when you fail, only if you stay there. Now, what failure does, it gives us pain, and it gives us really good information. They asked Edison once, I've forgotten how many light bulbs he'd gone through trying to find a filament that worked. They said, don't you ever get despondent that you failed so many times? He says, no, I've just eliminated so many possibilities so that I'm getting closer to success. And I think what we have to look at is never worry about failure per se, because failure only exists when we stay there. But when we failed, whether it be in a relationship, in a job, or a task, whatever it might be, we say, okay, why, why did we fail? So what can we do to make it better? And we can always do something to make it better. And successful people have all had many negatives, Fs, using the old high school uh, school uh, on the record. We've, they've failed many times, but they weren't failures because they didn't stop. They said, let's keep going further. Let's keep taking the next step. I mean, you take a point take Jesus Christ himself. I mean, after three years ministry, what was his success rate? He had his number one supporter deny him. He had other people running for cover. He got himself killed and laughed at. He had, uh, I think, a couple people cried when they were there. Now, would we call that a success? I think by all normal measures, the night of the crucifixion, total failure. But we don't look at it that way, because that was the beginning of a total success. And without that failing, not failure, without that failing, there wouldn't have been the success. And I think in life, we have to realize that if God himself uses that process, it's probably not too bad for us. Isn't it really the case that uh, so many of us don't try to push ahead and uh, improve ourselves because we're afraid to fail? That's absolutely right. But again, it said, you know, uh, if you try something, you may fail. But if you don't try, failure is guaranteed. And we've all been made to be made to be going forward. The one thing that will devastate any human being is when they stop and stagnate and start sinking. And sadly, people are saying, well, I don't like the sinking feeling, but I'm really afraid that if I go ahead, people might laugh at me that I failed. But in fact, you say, look at other people who've tried things really passionately and didn't work. Do you really laugh at them? We said, well, no, we don't. Then why are we so important? It's like a teenager. You ask teenagers, how many of them go to parties looking for pimples? I said, no, you don't do it. Yeah, you know, you'd search up for pimples, the big ones, some of the size of a volcano. No, we'd never do that, really. <laughs> How many of you haven't gone to a party because you had a pimple? Well, people look. Hang on, you just told me they didn't. See, we think we're super important that people are going to judge us, but we don't judge others. And it doesn't seem to make sense. Why are we so important that people are going to judge us badly when we don't judge other people for the same things? And you're right. 
We're scared of how we're going to get judged if we try something and fail. But in fact, again, can you, we think of anybody who we said were a total success that didn't experience huge failures along the way? By failures, people judge it as failures. Well, it wasn't failures because it's just another step getting closer to the success. Is it a, a case, though, Phil, where people are not necessarily feeling like failures? In fact, uh, there'd be a lot of people, perhaps even listening to us now, be very happy to be where they are. They're in a, a good place and uh, not necessarily striving to stretch forward and uh, improve. Is that a dangerous place to be in? I don't think you can do that. I, I really, my personal view is that when I'm in a good place, I am going forward. People who are saying I'm in a comfortable place I'm not feeling threatened, they don't really have that really good sense of feeling. As a matter of fact, I believe we naturally feel unease when we're sort of stagnating, saying, well, you know, I don't want to push the, barrel, the, the barriers too far because I just might go backwards. I, I need to stay where I'm at. I don't think they do really feel that good. And in my experience, that happy people are always pushing the limit a little bit further, always doing it. So, but people will tell you, oh, if I do that, I might never be content. I'm really content and living a life where I'm achieving nothing at all right now. And I, I don't buy that, because I find you ask that person when they finally do, do something extra, challenge themselves, which felt better. And they always say, well, it felt better when I tried it. So maybe sometimes we lie to ourselves. I always say to people, we all hate liars, but the biggest liar we ever meet is ourselves. Well, we don't want to lie to ourselves anymore, do we? In no. fact, uh, being honest with yourself, I guess, is, is part of the uh, way that we overcome uh, uh, being stagnant and, and uh, even our own personal failures. Yeah, see, information is really power to us. And I, I have a developed over the years what I call my six steps for successful people. In the first step, you ask yourself, what am I doing now? The second step is, is it working? Ask the question, is it working? Now, if it is, make sure you keep following that. But if it's not, the third step is you've got to change. If it's not, change. Because for things to change, things have to change. Then you be specific. You've got to see what needs changing. You don't change your commitment, because I've never seen a commitment. Uh, you don't change your vision. I've never seen a vision. You change what you're doing, because that can be fixable. And then, so for example, if I want to be a loving dad, there's got to be evidence of me being a loving dad. My comment I always say to people, if you're arrested on charges of trying to be successful, there'll be enough evidence to convict you. And then once we say we now know what we want to do, we're being specific, we can make a plan. And then we act on it. The last step is we act on it. Now, as in acting on it, we may not have the success. So we go back and check our plan. And we may go back and check our specificity. We may go back and, and check what we've changed. But that gives us control. And so successful people are continually saying, if what I'm doing now is not achieving what I want, and notice it's the ING. So I don't think we ever feel good in having achieved you talk to people who climbed Everest and stuff, and they said it was great to get there, but as they're coming down, there was a, an empty feeling because they no longer had a goal. They needed to get another goal, needed to find another Everest, another something to climb, another thing. We, we are meant to be forward momentum sort of people, and when we don't do that, we have all sorts of problems. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.